What's going on, folks? It's Gary Toledo bringing you in episode 11 here at Irrelevant Sports. Pelly, play the song. Fucking old man, fuck. Yeah, dude, he's oh, guy. I hate Nick Castellano <laughs> so much. He's like, especially because of fucking Carl. Fuck Carl. <laughs> Carl. His real name's fucking Dave. Is it? Or no, uh, what's his name? Carl. That's so stupid. Carl Edwards? Hello, mate. No. His name's not, not Carl. I don't know that's if it's Dave, though. Yeah, yeah that's his Twitter. This is Carl. His name's not Carl. His name's not Carl. Everybody calls him Carl. But his real name is Carl. It's fucking asshole. Yeah. He's fucking comfortable. Why would you say asshole? How about it, folks? Your St. Louis Cardinals, first place, NL Central. Feels good. Oh, feels Half game great. lead. Feels great. Jack Flaherty, best pitcher in baseball over like the last two months, I'd say. Since All-Star break about, yeah. Literally. Point something ERA. Yeah. You got the stats? Yep. Last nine starts. 56 innings pitched in the third. Can't can't forget about that out that last out right there. Yeah, right. Five earned runs, 15 walks, and 70 strikeouts. Whew. That's impressive, man. Wow. That's very good. Wow. That's pretty fucking good. Is that man. golf club worthy? Very yeah, good. I'd say that's golf club worthy. That's good fucking shit pitcher, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Only 23 years old, and I mean, all year long, I feel like he's just been like one inning away. It's For like, real, from, dude. From the jump of the year, man. Two pitches away sometimes. Yeah, exactly. They're two bad pitches, and then it's two home runs, and it. You know, that's three, four runs, and then he's getting yanked. Yep. And that's how his day would end. But before that, he would go, like, five scoreless, like, you know, stuff like that. This kid's 23. I feel like he's really putting it together now. Uh, he was repping his boy Ty Skaggs. Yep. R.I.P. Tyler Skaggs. R.I.P. Tyler Skaggs. Dope shit. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit with uh, Tyler Skaggs and Lucas Chilito and Jack Flaherty. All going to the same high school after Tyler Skaggs passed. It's... Both of these guys in Flaherty and Giolito are just going off right now, and it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's something special. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's nuts. Like, yeah. Crazy to think about. We talked about it that one time, like, right after Skaggs had passed, like, how D. Gordon hit that home run when Jose Fernandez passed away, yeah. and, like, that stuff with Tyler Skaggs happened, like, mm-hmm. and then everything that happened in the first home game, like, his mom throws out the first pitch, the no-hitter, everything. There was, like, five different things like that throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And now his two high school teammates who are also in the league just both tearing it up. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Three high school teammates, Max Fried. Too, yeah, right? true. Fried. Yeah, Max Fried, very good at sports. Also in the conversation for uh, Cy Young right now too. I yeah. was looking oh it up. God, could you imagine trying to play that team in high school? Yeah, <laughs> you just get crazy shit on. Yeah, and then four aces, and they were all fucking hitting dingers too. Because I mean, it's high school baseball. You know, they're the best athletes on the yeah. field. Hey, they're all betting one, two, three, four, and they're all the starting four pitchers right there too. Exactly. You know, and that's a good point. I, you know, that's I have a, I have beef with the MLB when it comes to that because. It's as soon as these pitchers get to the MLB, it's like, hey, just take the bat out of their hands. They're pitchers. Yep. But these kids, when they are in high school and maybe even college, like they're like the best hitters on their team. They're going yeah. Yabo. Like these guys are both both of the way players. And they just fucking take the bat out of their hands. And then like fucking, you know, they're in the NL. They got to bat three times a game. Yes. And, and they can't do it. It's the injury risk. Why would you want your starting pitcher taking balls during Facts. batting practice and tearing a muscle in his arm so he can't throw balls anymore Dude, for you? I don't know. Yeah. I got a story I mean, about I get, that. It's, it's the injury risk yeah. for it. I mean, why would you risk your best player getting hurt batting baseballs when that's not his job to do? His job is to strike out 12 dudes in an inning and not let up any runs, not hit a home 
home run that you get the other eight people for on your team. I'm just saying. If I, I mean, was, yeah, it sucks, but I mean, if if I was if I was the owner of a franchise or a GM of a franchise, yeah, I, was, I would instill from the single A <laughs> through. Maybe this is revolutionary. Some Billy Bean shit. I don't know. <laughs> That, but I would have thought all the way through. Hey, like let's let's like make the pitchers hit. You know, like make them hit. Because I, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, the injury risks. I get it. Yeah, it not, does happen. Not worth it. Do we remember the like seventeen, eighteen inning game with the Angels and the White Sox, or yeah. no, the Phillies? It was the uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. The, the fucking yeah. pitcher was playing left field. It was a crazy game. It got really oh, late yeah. in the game, yeah. and the Sox had nobody left. They called up a pitcher earlier in the week, Carson Fulmer. Yep. He, I mean, he's terrible at pitching, so I don't really, I didn't really <laughs> care. But he had to bat in like the 17th or 18th inning, ripped one down the third baseline, got hurt. Nah, <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Literally it just got called cases. up. Damn. Just got called up. Didn't even pitch. Literally had to bat because he was the only guy left wow. on the roster and got hurt. Wow. So, That's so I mean, it does happen. Yeah. That's just the thing you don't want to It's like yeah. you, you want to put Jack Flirt in that situation. Get him off my team. Yeah. <laughs> and when he does pitch, he might as well be a fucking yeah, At least he got a hit fielder. when he batted. I think yeah. I'd rather have him pinch hit than pinch run, though. That, that yeah. shit's Jack Flaherty. Okay, oh. I just don't get that. Why would you put... It, it, you should not put your pitcher in in any situation to run. It, like, no. take somebody out to pinch run a pitcher. Yeah. Just, that's a tongue twister. Yeah. Pinch runner, pitcher. Pinch runner, pitcher. Pinch runner, pitcher. <laughs> uh, but you just don't do that, dude. And then we lost two games because of that this Mad. year, didn't we? Because it Jack was Flaherty. Flaherty. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's not a base runner. He doesn't practice that. Yeah. He doesn't practice, he doesn't practice base running. He throws the ball. Yep. <laughs> Mike Schilt is trying to go full Joe Madden sometimes, and it just don't work. How do you guys feel about him heading forward? Well, you know, my thing is, well, Schilt, he messes up. He messes up sometimes, you know, as with any manager. You know, he, make, he makes some moves t- sometimes where I'm like, what, like, what do you think? And, uh, like, pulling guys at, at certain times in the game or, you know, uh, I don't know, stuff, like, stuff along those That's lines. That's a baseball guy going with his gut. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. But at the same time, though, like, we are one of the best bullpens in baseball. Sure are, like, dude. I think that I just saw a stat last night, and I think that in pretty much every category for NL, we are the first, we're the best team in the NL in terms of bullpen. Giovanni Gallegos. Yeah. Gallegos, John Gant, Brevia, Andrew Miller's been nice. Like yeah. Carlos Martinez, like Carlos come Mar- on. Wait, when, when, Andrew, when Andrew Miller's <laughs> got it going, man. Did he shave his beard? Really yeah. yeah, he looks weird. Yeah, is that a superstition thing? Is he doing a lot better now? Who shaved his beard? He's been Andrew Miller. Yeah, he's been doing. Oh better. yeah, he shaved his beard. Dude, I so. thought that was him the other yeah. night when I was watching the Cardinals game. I'm like, no way. Dude, when when he's got it going, man, that fucking cutter and the slider like disgusting. It's fucking It's it's crazy. Yeah, how in the world nobody can hit it. Yeah. Like you cannot hit that when he's got that's that. That's what you got those late inning guys for. You want somebody that's unhittable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you guys got two or three of those right now. Dude, John Gant's been practically unhittable all fucking And he can go in in like the fourth or fifth. Yeah, game, exactly. And dude, he, he's, he's gone given, like three, four inning stretches before. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So you, guys, three, four. you guys think yeah. he can go on a playoff run? Oh, I think absolutely. so, dude. Absolutely. I think so. Not like, even 2011 feels now. Now it's first place race and beat the fuck out of the Cubbies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this last month's going to be nuts, dude. Yep. We have like how many division series like in a row? Pretty much like, like every Yeah. I feel like yeah. every week it's like Reds, Brewers, Cubs or something <laughs> like that. It's just straight to that. I mean, that's all just for everyone. It's something crazy in the last 10 days of the season no yeah you guys the brewers and the cubs are just like thrown into the gauntlet yeah for, like the last no, it's yeah, more dude. than that it's like the last 20 days of the season I think you guys that. play each other so much yep i heard it i heard it the other night on the radio and they said that like the last 14 days we go we're in wrigley for four 
then we go to like somewhere we go to like Arizona or something like that and then we come back and we got the Cubs for the final three to close out the year in yeah. Bush so we, we played the Cubs Bush. seven times in our last like ten games yeah, yeah. we fire shit pump them seven times are they, how are the Cubs <laughs> doing right now they're, they're right they're there with the Cardinals one. Oh, right. yeah. they're like switching when we win, half they win, game when we back half game back yeah, like we, tied yeah. for first it's crazy like we, I, I, I want to know how many like switches we're going to have by the end of the Man. year because it's going to be because like right now literally every other day has been changing yeah. like, and the Brewers are just kind of sliding back like a yeah. little bit I yeah. mean I think they're three they're, and a half right now yeah, they were three and a half games back yeah I think they're three and a half right now they were like seven back at one point or yeah. something like that like they were yeah. pretty far back and then they started coming back a little bit they don't have starting pitching no or the that. Cubs, or they have they have the closer Hater. Is that his name? Hater. Yeah, yep. And I mean, dude, and that's all they have. Like literally, that's their only guy out of the pen. Like if, everybody else is. If their bats beat. are going and they can get it, make it to Hater in the eighth or ninth, then you're in trouble. Exactly. Best thing they got to make it to yep. Hater. You know, exactly. and it depends. I'm not sure. I, I I can't. I definitely don't trust that pitching. If I was a Bruce fan, I wouldn't trust that pitching. Yeah, like no. going eight innings to get you all the way to Hater. You know? Yeah. So, and especially in the playoffs, and I don't even—I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs this no. year. No, I think right now it's going to be, you know, Cubs, Cardinals. One of them, hopefully, one of them makes the wild card. You know, because you know, even though you know I hate the Cubs, like, and I, w- I would love to see them out of the playoffs. It'll be fun, you know. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, definitely. If, say like there was a Cubs Cardinals series. Let's fucking do it. Like, we need I'm all over 2015. We gotta go to the Bush then. Cubs Cardinal series. Dude, if it is, are we all agreed? I mean, I'm that'd down. be fucking sick, dude. Well, I'll, I'll get into a fight that win. night. I'm down. Let's fucking <laughs> cheapest nosebleeds there is, dude. Exactly, dude. I would love <laughs> that, dude. Those the nosebleeds at Bush are all good seats. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Best, 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 best stadium in baseball. It is, man. It just really go to Ballpark Village at like 10 a.m. Just like chain yourself to that patio bench up there. Don't pay for tickets. Bring a chair or something. Just buy twenty dollar beers all night. Yeah, fucking hammered. Speaking of which, Bull Brent just got back from Bush. How was it, dude? It was it was nuts. I mean, it was all home runs from both teams for running and that's or for scoring, and that's all I wanted to see. You went to Cardinals Rockies on Thursday. Cardinals Rockies on Thursday. Yeah, Cardinals came out on top six five. Big win. Big win. The only thing that I want to talk about was just like the coolest thing I ever got to see at like a stadium before. I've never seen it at a baseball stadium. Is when they put in Carlos for the closer. I didn't know Carlos was coming in, but like. The lights were like flickering and dimming. Like they had like effects going out the lights that made like the stadium, what? like the field. It was like you know, like they were like turning them on and off and flipping around. So it was like flashing around, and then they started playing like the tornado trying to says tsunami warning and coming. <laughs> and then you see Carlos run out of the pin. I was like, that's. Oh. I was so hyped, dude. I was standing up, I was screaming. It was wild. That's. Sick. I've like never seen anything like that for a baseball game, dude. No. I was, it blew my mind away. I was not expecting that at that's all. That's fucking. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it was so cool. I, was I, did, like, I had no like, clue you did that. Yeah, I had no idea. I just, like the lights were starting. Like I was like, what's going on? And I hear a tornado. It's like tsunami incoming. Tsunami Whoa. incoming. I'm like, what? And then you see Carlos come out. I'm like, let's fucking go. Dude, that hypes me up. Fucking, uh, it was so cool. I want to run through a fucking brick wall. Yeah. Right here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up thinking about it right now. I'm That's like jacked up right now. Wild thing from uh, Major League. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yeah. They bring fucking uh, what's his face? What's that uh, fucking? Uh, what's his name? The guy. Char- Charlie. Charlie. Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> They bring him out of the pen, and it's just that's one of my favorite movies. Of I all love time, his dude. haircut. I've always wanted to get oh, yeah. that. Dude, that's so. That one of my dad actually sent me uh, a scene from that major league just the other day on YouTube. He sent me the scene. No, they, he they're all in the locker room and they like lost like twelve straight or something. And the coach is like taking it easy on him. He's like, all right, I got I got to rough these guys up. Yeah. Like, they're all in the showers. He goes, everybody to the showers. Showers. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, of course. Everybody's lollygagging. He goes, what are we? He goes, we're a bunch of lollygagging. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's go, he goes we lollygag into the into the dugout we lollygag out of the dugout and he goes he goes how many wins we got he, to his assistant manager he's like how many wins he got and he goes he got, we got four wins he goes four wins he goes 
How the hell we get four? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> it's a great movie, man. It's <laughs> What's it called? Major League. Right? Yep, dude. Yeah, I've never league. seen that. Dude, it's awesome. How? So One of the best. I've never seen it. Trash. Yeah, you are trash. Dude, you know what was not trash? Those Sox jerseys were awesome. It was yeah. All, I love them. I just don't like how all the teams are doing it. Every, yeah. every home and away team is it's kind of like the black. I kind of look at it as like the color weekend. rush. I mean, in yeah. a way. I like when they do everybody's own jerseys, though. Right, I know what you're saying. I yeah. like the Sox jerseys way more last year with like the red uh, sleeves and the yeah. big white socks on the front, or just socks. I mean, yeah, those are fire. I, are, I love those black ones. I don't know. I mean, yeah, because they're the socks and yeah. because the good guys wear black. And yeah. you guys are black. The Cottle nice. Yeah, and the Rockies ones were nice too because they were stuff. black. Yeah. yeah. They were Ours, I mean, we, we wear a lot of white. I mean, yeah. a lot of baseball teams have white jerseys, Dude. black jerseys, gray jerseys. I mean, they're mostly neutral colors with that hint of red or purple or whatever else it is. Yeah. So. Right. And, but, like, all the players' cleats and everything. Like, oh, everybody's yeah. rocking some mean cleats. I saw, like, more dirty cleats than I've ever seen, like, ever. Like, that was, there was a lot of. Harrison Bader put on his Instagram story of his baseball. Bad dude, it was like the coolest baseball bat I've ever seen. It was like the New York streets with like the Statue of Liberty on it. Right. I screen record, I'll show you guys after. It was yeah. really cool, yeah. Dang, that's sick. Cole was... Long had like a Hawaiian theme for everything yeah. he was wearing. He had like Hawaiian shit on his bat and on his shoes and everything, you know. Jack Flaherty with his shoes for Tyler Skaggs. Yeah. Uh, John Gant's shoes were fire. Dude, yes, dude. they were like, it's like a tiger. Like, yeah, ripping, bro. Like, dude, that was sick. That was Players dope. Weekend's fire. Dude, yeah, like, damn. Like, I, I wonder who the hell they have doing those, like, cleats and, like, how the hell, like. Yeah. Like, fuck, I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I wonder how much the hell that would fucking cost. Yeah, though. that shit's crazy. Man. But, uh, yeah, Gary, you got uh, some White Sox talk for us? Yeah. Uh, hopefully some nice September call-ups coming. I mean, I hope. Because, I mean, you never know with this franchise here. I mean, they got, like, I don't know how he wouldn't be the best player in AAA and Luis Robert. Like, he's just unreal. He, guy hits a home run every day. Like, I always see Shots. He hits shots. I always I see. see the videos of him making diving plays and robbing home runs in center field. So, he's got to come up in September. I always see some of the Sox fan on Twitter, like, Whenever they like a bunch of things, you know, I'll like come yeah. up and be like, all these people like, and it has like all the White Sox young players. It'll be like Luis Robert, like three for five with two home yeah. runs, and like all these Nick Mandrigal, you know, like three for five. And you guys just got yeah. all these young studs waiting to come up. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be dope. Oh, yeah. Got Zach Collins, that catcher. I mean, he's really figured it out at, in Triple A. He came up and he was like one for his first like 30 something at bats. So they sent him back down. But it was crazy because when I was in the Dominican, I was watching the Sox game. And Zach Collins got called up that week, so I was fucking oh. pumped. Like, this is supposed to be our guy. Yeah. But, I mean, we got James McCann now, besides the fact. Fucking Zach <laughs> Collins comes up in Texas. First set, first major league at bat, fucking goes, yabo. <laughs> right field in Texas. I was like, holy shit, this kid's a stud. Yeah, like, high, let's high, go. Dude. Didn't get a hit the rest of the time he was up. <laughs> All right, well, maybe next time. And he went back down to AAA. He's hitting, like, 320 right now. On the Nick Madrigal, he's... Unreal. He's like uh I've talked about him before. He's like never strikes out. He hits for average. He's not a big home run guy, but he will hit singles and doubles. He's fast as shit. Yep. And he's a big upgrade at second base. Love Yolmer, but sit down. It's yeah. a business. Yeah, that's all I got for White Sox. Fuck Yonder Alonzo. And yeah. fuck Yonder Alonzo. Alonzo. <laughs> struck his ass out, made yeah. his ass look silly on that curveball. It was, it was awesome. Ooh. I wanted you to just like buy a beer like, <laughs> and say, don't open it, and then fucking just turn around and right at <laughs> oh. Yonder. Hit him right in the temple. <laughs> Dude, how Sorry, was... Yonder. I mean, you just... Ugh. Did you get some ballpark food? Uh, yeah, actually, 
our seats, there was this thing right behind our seats, like right up the stairs. It was like a little shop or like a little stand. That was the one I went to. And I'd never seen these before. It was a buffalo chicken pretzel. Wow. And it was really good. Yeah. Wow. That's what I had. Never had one of those Four. before, but it was, it was funny. <laughs> I've, I've been fiending for a pretzel lately. Yeah. yeah. I saw it and I was like, buffalo chicken pretzel? I was like, that sounds really good. I'm fiending. Gotta go really to back to Bush and get some dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, get the uh, donuts. We're going uh well I'm supposed to be going in like December. Yeah, December to a blues game. So oh, like the know. fucking blues. Yeah. Better bring some well, they're playing the back. Oh, okay. The fucking hawks game. Dude, we had we got to sit outside the blue stadium. That was kinda fun, right? Gary was sitting on the road. Yeah. In the middle of traffic, like everything. Fucking night, dude. Oh, it was yeah. a great time. Bro, I, I still have like flashbacks of you just doing like spinny kicks, to yeah, like, <laughs> jumping off the wall. Yeah, In all reality, that was, seriously was a great night. Oh yeah. <laughs> At time of my life, life. that was awesome. At time, time of my life, life. right? Was, and that was like that was like the weekend of a blues like in playoff yeah, series. And guys, yeah, I was on the corner fucking clapping my feet together on yeah. my back, right yeah. in front of a bus stop, in front of a bunch of taxis. Lays on the road doing it too. Yeah. And this is during the. Blues uh, Stanley Cup run. Go Hawks! Like, you know, Go Hawks! Let's pretty pretty lit go. time to be in St. Louis. So. Yeah, it was a great time. That was that was like the time of my life. That cop was from Chicago that was like crossing us. Yep. <laughs> and he, everybody knew we were from Chicago. Yeah. But I mean, just like the smallest shit, we were like wearing a Chicago hat or something. Like, oh, the Chicago guys are here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was playing at the. Yeah, he called us out. Yeah, he called us out. He called us out. He, he, out. Yeah, he, us out, he was like, oh, was like, what are you? You got you, you're a Bears fan? What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm, I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Cardinals fan too. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody believed us. And then the girl at the fucking bar, she's like, so why are you guys here? <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck? Hey, it goes to show, yeah. man. Hey, Chicagoans, they're a little, you know, we're not, they're not gonna, we're not gonna treat you with the most hospitality when you come to St. Louis. That's for yeah. sure. Hey. Boys, I need help. So I'm in this draft right now. Uh-oh. As of right now. Shit. Breaking, breaking. We're yeah. taking a time out here. Jerks What's is the doing team a draft doing? for our boy Johnny Simbab right now. Shout out to Johnny Simbab. Oh, is Andy so- Man Simbab. Hold on. I need to find the team. Okay, here we go. Is the draft so- live right now? Yeah, draft live. is live. We're live. I'm, wow. I have 27 seconds left. Right now I have Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Carrion Johnson, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. The issue here is there is two quarterbacks, two tight end spots, and I already filled out my wide receiver and flex. Should I go tight end? Or a quarterback, because Matt Ryan, Rogers are on the board. Tight, end. tight ends, tight ends. OJ Howard, Evan Ingram. I'm go, gonna lean on OJ. OJ. Go OJ. Lean on OJ. Let's go. Nice. It's done. The deed is done. There we go. Wow. I saw it come red, and I was like, "Help, please, hurry." Yeah. yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was intense. Dude, yeah, your eyes lit. You're like, <laughs> dude, that was. <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> All right. So I meet Devontae, oh, Julio, I mean, Carrion, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, and OJ Howard. That's, that's a good start. Wow. Yeah. Some of these. Did some Melvin Gordon went uh, the second pick in the third round. Wow. And the guy goes, it's my third running back, so it's like, pfft, fuck off, yeah, dude. Yeah, he ain't playing it. this year. Get that person back, I can't. <laughs> I bet Zeke goes way before my next pick. Where'd Zeke go? Uh, let's go look. Speaking of Zeke, you know, yeah. we're on the topic of football. Let's yeah. What's up? Let's segue in the contract fiascos. <laughs> Zeke went for I, I heard Marshall Falk was going down to Mexico to train with Zeke. Is that a thing? Yeah, and uh, he said he's going to make him puke, which means it's going to nice. be good training. Wow. But that also makes me think that Zeke's going to be down there for a minute training. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and he doesn't plan on coming back right away. The latest report is it is at a halt, pretty much. Not, I don't think it's as bad as Melvin Gordon, no. but it's not good. Yeah, because yeah. they they're pretty much. About it, so yeah, like, but they're not doing yeah, good. Yeah, it's they're a, still not meeting anyone. No. Yeah, it's a no activity really. Yeah, like, and on that's, either side. It's like, and well, if you can't be the second highest paid running back in the league, then. 
Fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. me and Gary kind of talked about it in our group chat. Like, I mean, like, I don't get why everybody's so worried about being the highest paid player at their position. Like, yeah. Damn, dude. It's also the fact that they just want the money. They have a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I get it. Like, Zeke probably is the best running back. And that's a huge smack the, in the face for the other contract getting done while yeah. they're trying to do that. And you're that's like your best player. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I saw I mean, that. But, I mean, that was a big signing, too. Who is it? Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Smith. Big time, man. Big Notre Dame guy. Did you see that uh, Joe Thomas tweet about Zeke and, like, the contract, all that? Like, Zeke retweeted. That was the first thing he's, like, ever, like, tweeted on Twitter, like, in a while or whatever. And Joe Thomas basically just talked about how every time one of the players is at, like, a top five of their position and they get a new contract, they always become the next highest paid player because that's just how it goes. Like, they just get paid more than the last guy did because there's more money now. Yeah. And then I would say it's, like, 10 to 15% more than the last guy got. But he said because of Zeke's, you know, off field issues and that like it should be like five percent more than Gurley or something like that but he should get paid more than Gurley is basically what Joe Thomas was saying and yeah Zeke retweeted it so he's like yeah I should be the highest paid running back you goddamn right and <laughs> you know what I mean like I I, I do kind of agree like yeah. in this particular case like Zeke Zeke probably of all these guys that want to be the highest paid at their position Zeke probably definitely deserves yeah, it absolutely all. but I mean like you know like like everybody, everybody that's getting paid wants to be the highest paid. I don't, I mean, like that's a good, that's a good explanation of it. But I mean, still, it's just like man, like it's everybody just, see, that seems to be like the priority. Mm, and it's, it's mostly running back thing too, because those running, running, rookie right. running back contracts are atrocious. Yeah. yeah, they have the average lifespan of a NFL running back is three years. Exactly, and yeah. your rookie contract's up by then. Yeah, and you get, I mean, you still get, you know, a million or how much it is, but I mean. That ain't shit compared to all these dudes that are gonna be playing for twenty years, making on two hundred million. Yeah. Right. So if you're one and of them that sticks around, you want to make your money. And you know game. you're gonna get banged up, and you know you're gonna get hurt, and that's why Todd really wanted to get his money because I mean he's got that arthritis pre-onset or whatever that could happen, and he wants to get that guaranteed money before he goes down the shitter. And they say, well, we don't need you anymore. You know, we're not paying you shit. See you. Good luck. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like with Zeke though, he hasn't missed very many games. Exactly. And that's the thing that's with Zeke. The, the only time he's missed games is because of the off the field issues. He so. needs to stop being a fuck. In yeah. The yeah that's the thing. Like this he shit needs about like the car accident little. coming yeah. out and like who knows what else this yeah. guy has done. Like, yeah. Well, that's why I, yeah. <laughs> he's crazy. About. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's about Melvin. I mean, they're just at a halt. Yeah. Melvin's literally just chilling right now. I mean, he's working out and everything, of course, but. Like, he's literally just waiting on the call. Yep. That's it. Like, they're, like, not even talking right now. It's probably just, like, the big wigs over there just chatting about it, not really nonchalant. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to pay him? No. Eh, maybe we should. Eh, I don't know. Eh. We'll wait till week nine. Dude, that dude. Yeah. Look, he, fuck everybody over. He looks huge, man. Yeah. He, he is. Ginormous. He's a big dude. Yeah. 6'3". 200-something. Pure muscle, athletic as hell, yep. can run through you, can get, has probably one of the sick, sickest juke moves, in the, juke moves in the league. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, dude. Just can't keep healthy. Yep. That's, that's why they want yeah. him, probably. Yeah, at least, like, he hasn't had anything, like, mad serious, though. No. You know? So that's that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. So, like, he, he's he's banged up, but, you know, as a running back, you're going to get banged up. At least he hasn't had anything that's, like you know, career-threatening type thing or, yeah. like, you know, something that, like, shortens your lifespan, exactly. like, immediately. Right, yeah. You know? Or, like, I mean, your football it's just, lifespan. Yeah, it's just, a, yeah, not a serious injury or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, like, ankle sprains. for a few weeks, but nothing that'll yeah. last into his later years. Exactly. That's and another good segue. Sprain. Cam Newton. Ooh. Mid-ankle yeah. sprain, was it? Mid- no, mid-foot. Mid-foot sprain? Oh, yeah. foot, ankle, slash, attitude being dead, slash, still drip. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the report. And then he was saying his attitude's dead? No. That was just no, an irrelevant slash, take. Oh, sorry oh. about that. Slash attitude slash might be dead. 
But he still has drip, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, does. <laughs> Always. Never Dude, does Cam's going to play. I know. Cam's it's not it's serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like Cam never sits out a game. Like, no. He just plays through anything. Like He's a warrior. Yeah. So I'd want a warrior with a ribbon around his head. Yeah, that's weirdo. true. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we brought yeah, up him and Andrew Luck, and we were like, who would you rather have as your quarterback? And now they're both hurt. And it's like, will yeah. either of them play week one? And that was the knock on both. And I was like, both of them get hurt. And just kind of came full circle a week yeah. before the season. Yeah. Andrew kind of Luck, I feel like. Andrew Luck gets really hurt. Play. Cam Newton gets yeah. banged up. They're yeah, playing the same as possible because <laughs> yeah. of, of his history, man. Andrew Luck, though, it sounds like he has like exactly what KD had, basically. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. That ain't good. So, like, pre tearing tearing the Achilles. Oh, Jesus so Christ. they're trying to, like, you know. Prevent it. Prevent tearing right. the Achilles. And, I mean. So he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, they have Jacoby Brissett, right? Yeah. Who can get them through, like, four weeks, say. Yeah. He's, he's not a terrible quarterback. Yeah, he can get it done. One yeah. of the better backups, I'd say. Exactly. So, I mean, like, if, if you got to hold him out for weeks, then fuck it. Like, they have, they have some talent. They got T.Y., they got Marlon Mack. They, yeah. got, they have three tight ends that can ball, you know. Yeah, they can definitely hold that down offense for a little bit without Andrew Luck. Marlon Mack's yeah. got to stay healthy this year, too, though. Sure. Yeah. And they have, uh, who's that other back? They have, um... Uh, Hines. Hines. Yeah, Naeem Hines. Yeah, Hines. Yeah, <laughs> That's what you call him now. Yeah, he's pretty good though. Yeah, he, I, he looks good last year. I, I want. I mean, he was one of those guys that's a waiver wire hopper. He's right. on, he's off. Like everybody has him yep. at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he could he could do something if he gets his chance, but yeah. it might take a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What else we got? Um, how about hard knocks? I didn't watch this week. Me neither. I, 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 I heard it was all about AB, though. Stefan, did you watch? Yes, I did. It Go was, ahead. It was pretty good. I mean, it was just, mainly was just about AB and how he's fine. And they showed up some stat how he runs faster than every receiver in the league or something. Of course they pulled that And out. they didn't show, yeah. like, who it was, but he was just he just sat back and he said, in men a- don't lie, women don't lie, just the stats tell the truth. <laughs> I was like, damn, all right. It was a crazy stat. He yeah. ran, like... More miles in so many minutes in a workout than other receivers in the NFL. Wow, and it was actually pretty crazy. Yeah. Like he cut. He runs hard. Out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, crazy. I mean, they've always said, you know, I've always, I always hear that he's like the hardest worker in the league. Yeah, yeah. you know, like I, 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 I buy it, but I, you know, drama queen, but shit, he gets the job done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, then one other thing I pulled away is that John Gruden diss long snappers. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> because the Chargers long snapper went on the field during like a fumble recovery and like ran away and dropped his football on the field. Wow. It just looked so stupid. Like wow. the play was yeah. right there. Like yeah. there, there was a stampede coming for him, and he's just walking down the field with a ball, like kind of jogging it. And he looks and he looks over and there's just fucking nine or ten guys just sprinting at him and he just drops the ball and runs off the field. What? Like, what the hell? I'm like that yeah. is the worst thing you could do. Dude, that's they're ripping him. Oh my god! What an asshole. He got cut. Oh day. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frank Frank was on this one too. It was just yeah, yeah. it was a funny episode. Yeah, they really, they kind of kept it light, but worth a watch. Yeah, worth the watch. AB was still kind of you know just doing his shit. Yeah. I don't like my helmet. This it, shit bulky as hell, bro. Yeah. I mean, the episode ended with the owner saying, like, is he in or out? He was so, pissed. Yeah. And, like, it started out with, like, he was so with the team. Yep. And at the end of the episode, he's just gone again. He's, like, he's off the practice grounds, everything, because he doesn't like his helmet again. Like, that's just bullshit. Yeah, yeah, dude, that owner coming out and saying, or the GM or whoever, saying he's in or he's out. That's like Mayock. What if this yeah. is all just for the show? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. A lot I of people have said that already. Dude, yeah. Could be. 
they got to get money and they got to get views and controversy brings views. Yeah, like the GM walking up to a reporter is like in it, like by himself and not even like being like asked to like, like take questions. Like he walked to the reporters and was like, he was like, he's either in or he's out. You know, that, yeah. that, does, that does seem a little kind of like. Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah. No more questions. Like, yeah. yeah, no more questions. Mark Thomas <laughs> is probably just like, I love that guy. <laughs> that weirdo. <laughs> and AB's a perfect guy to like have this around because like he'll love the attention and like yeah because they're gonna get it yeah Dude, it's I like, want to see the conversations between Mark Davis and AB. Oh, <laughs> those are probably like, a, oh my a trip. God. Just so cringy and great. <laughs> Mark AB is just kind of like bragging about himself. He's like, yeah, man, you know, I got this hot air balloon. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I just in the yard like putting in some work, and, the, and Mark Davis just like taking those like heavy breaths like. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> this guy right here. You like your helmet? Is it good? I love this guy, man. <laughs> I just want to see him play. I want to see this Raiders team play. Same here, dude. This receiving core could be pretty good. No, the yeah. Raiders are fucking stinky. You guys forget how bad they are last yeah, year. But in the AFC West, they're going to be stinky dude, again this year. It's fucking Raiders. You never know. Keelan, yeah, you look good. Yeah, dude, Keelan Doss, he's really good at making catches with one other dude around him. Yeah. With the 13 reps. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's elite. Exactly. Better than AB, I think, actually. Yeah. I'd say so. Some would, some would argue. Yeah. I predict the Raiders go 3-13. and 13. Dom. How about, yeah, anybody. I'll go, uh, I'll go, Raiders go 6-9. and 5-11. That's only 15 games, though. I'm going to say they're oh, going to go 5-11. Yeah. 6 <laughs> and 10. <laughs> <laughs> Six and nine. <laughs> Just in your head. Five and eleven. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Five and eleven. <laughs> nice. Let's pick. Math going flat. Five hundred. Damn. Look at this guy. They're going to win eight games. Yes. Wow. They do. Wow. I think they have like the hardest schedule in the league, though. Yeah, I think really? They do it. Yeah. I wow. Think, like like I, the some... Chargers and the Chiefs twice. Right. And, and the Browns twice. twice. Yeah. Damn. I, yeah. There's like a top or top five hardest, right? CBS so, gave yeah. them number one, but that's biased. That's biased. Biased ass. He's <laughs> got the hardest schedule, we all know it. Here in Irrelevant, we're non biased. But for yeah, no. the Packers. But no. we're just really good at predicting stuff, so yeah. listen to us. Yeah. 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 If you want if you want to bet anything, yeah, the Raiders are definitely about to go see. If you want to bet anything, take Bears week one. <laughs> Probably like the hottest take of the year, but Luis Robert's gonna get called up in September and the Sox are gonna win out and go to the wild card game. <laughs> nah, yeah. that'd be crazy. Yeah. I like that. Like, good t- hot take around the room. Ooh, Actually win out. Anything. Uh, Mitch throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns week one. Okay. Wow. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's reality. But like, facts, uh, facts. Yeah, somebody else got him. Petty throws for 6,060. Woo! Uh, yeah. Shit. Goddamn. Um, fuck. Uh, the Cardinals win 25 of these last 35. Uh, we win the NL Central by like 10 games. And we make a serious playoff run, and we fucking shred Kershaw in the NLCS. Let's go. And then we go to the World Series, like and it. we beat Dumb. the fuck out of the Yankees. That was, let's that go. Was, that was kind of along the lines of my fuck the Yankees. I said, yeah, let's go Cardinals, we're in the World Series, and we're going to win it all. Yeah, they ain't not take, though. That's just a, that's a cold take you're right. anything. That's, yeah, you're right. Damn, you got me. You got me. <laughs> all right, here we go. How about this one? Devontae Freeman's about to have the biggest year of his career. He Ooh. stinks. I love it. I know you guys all hate it. I, I agree. Oh, okay. That's a, cool. that's a super hot take. Yeah, see? All right, I agree. Cool. I completely agree. Dude, take his ass. Braden offense, you know, he's. they've been saying he's been looking really great in camp. He had a whole year off, man, to just basically get healthy. He's had a whole healthy offseason. Dude, he had three touches for eight yards the other day, Gary. Get out of Get out of And me. going back, and Royce Freeman stinks. He had they four carries stink. for zero yards. Okay, and, Cream Hunt stinks. And Philip Lindsay f- 
proved his fucking position. Yeah, dude. I'm number one. They need to give it to him. I uh, they will, and they signed another fucking guy. I don't know. Theoretic. Theoretic. But he's hurt for four weeks. So he gets four weeks. Definitely gonna take some reps. Yeah. Theoretic will take some plays. Yeah, he'll get that passing back for sure. That's his fucking. It's just shtick. Boys, I I uh, I started a trend in this league. So when I came up, a lot of quarterbacks were gone. But it's a two quarterback league, you know. Everybody, most people only had one, and I took two with uh, like my two picks back to back. And now everybody is taking quarterbacks. It's fucking great. Got worried now. Like, oh, everybody's taking quarterbacks now. I gotta take mine. Allen Robinson's still on the board. Tyler Boyd's still on the board. James White's still on the board. Holy fuck, guys. Juice. Holy. I think Tyler shit. Boyd's ADP is way too low. Fantasy drafts right now, just because of how long AJ Green's gonna be out for. Yeah, he's. They say out. he's you know might be back week three, but remember when AJ Green was only gonna be out for maybe one week last year, and then yeah. it was six. I think yeah. so. Turf toe ended up being surgery. Yep. The fuck. And he can come back and just get hit on. Hit and a, get hit right again. Yeah. And go right back down. Low yep. hit. Yep. Yeah, but when he See plays, ya. he's filthy. I mean, he's basically yeah. Julio Jones yeah. when he's healthy. He's yeah. the same. Yeah. Got the same height, fast jump ball. I mean, I think the same draft too. That was a good comparison. <laughs> I always compared them two together. They're like, really? They're like, yeah. I always thought they were hand in hand. You know, they're wow. just the same height, same, same body type. I love it. Uh, oh, okay. I thought he. I thought he was mad. I love it, man. It just brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> AJ Green's I mean, AJ Green love. Oh yeah. He's a I mean, big boy, you know, big boy and fast. Well, the thing is, is yeah, like when he's on the field, he's he's like you said, he's, like, he's a Julio type, more like one of the top three receivers yeah. in the league, like absolutely. But he just he can't stay on the field, nope. man. I, fuck, I, I hate it. Man. Not at all. Sucks. Players like that are the worst, dude. Yeah, because like stinks. when you see that name in the fifth round, you're like, dude, like this is like a can't miss pick. I don't really, I, I already have my good four players that I can build around. This guy's just all upside. Yeah. And you take him. He has no trade appeal to anybody throughout the whole year, and then he just stinks the whole year, and then he gets hurt week eleven. Yeah. When you have to keep him because the trade deadline's up, and it's like, well, fuck. I handcuffed myself to Leonard Fournette, AJ Green, fucking Melvin Gordon, all these dickheads. Odell, fuck Odell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Odell, <laughs> hey, hey, another another good segue. Because my hot take, I thought about it, is Browns are gonna go seven and nine. Seven, eight, and one. How about that? Seven, eight, one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah! I like that. Okay, yeah, seven, eight, one. Yeah, seven, eight, and one, dude. Under five hundred for the Browns. Yeah. Under five hundred for the Browns. Oh. That's my hot take. I bet the Browns. I'm gonna. My hot take is Browns go under five hundred. Dude, like they're in top ten, top five rankings all over the place. I know, like, dude. They haven't I mean, played a game yet. It, it's, it's it has a good the dude. It has yeah, it is. Definitely. It's a good lineup. It is. But do you believe in big boy? Do you believe Frank in Cleveland? Run it? Yeah, Cleveland. I like that. I don't know. I, don't. I, I do like that, but it's still <laughs> Cleveland. Chubb's really good at football, some yeah. say. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is also pretty good at football, some others say. Yeah. In our league, I Apparently got they got some decent receivers now. Not Corey Coleman and Rod Higgins. And yeah. Odell and Jarvis. Jarvis. I mean, Jarvis got Joku. Joku. Defense never... Their defense has never been bad Dude. either. They've always had a pretty solid defense. Exactly. Yeah. Even when they've sucked, like their defense yeah. can like hold. Yeah, it was always their offense. Their defense yeah. was never the issue. Yeah. So I don't know. I th- that's definitely a hot take. You're right. Under five hundred. Yeah. I don't know. You're ahead. Under five hundred. And also, uh, fuck, we were just talking about it. I had. Oh, uh, how about um, Josh Gordon being reinstated? I like that, dude. Yeah. Josh Gordon's yeah. still on the board right now, and I was like, I'm coming up in like six picks. And, what round are you in? Uh, round nine, pick five right I now. I would definitely take Josh Gordon round nine. Yeah, <laughs> he's there around nine. I'm saying. Allen Robinson's still on the board. Josh Gordon, Sammy Ooh. Watkins, James White, J- Jarvis Landry. I'm thinking Eckler though. Ooh. I'm thinking grabbing Eckler oh, here. Oh yeah, I'd hand yeah. Eckler. That's an RB one. Yeah, exactly. And wow. I don't know. I got Montgomery, and even though I wear my heart on my sleeve, I always p- put on for a Bears player and defend their honor. I think that it, it, he'll just be a victim of not getting many touches in that offense at some point, just because of 
how many, many weapons we have and yeah. how we have to spread the ball around to be a good offense. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know. I I think I David Montgomery too. could be the only one of our three running backs to be in a three down back mm-hmm. within our system, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Nagy wants fresh guys on the field at yeah. all times. Exactly. And I, I like that. I like the, that idea. A three down back for like the first quarter or something like that. But yeah. throughout the game, they'll definitely put Tariq in and Cordell and yeah. Yeah. Davis in and everything else. I'm yeah. excited for Cordero Patterson, dude. Dude, it's same. Like, I'm honestly, like, of all the players on our roster, I'm probably one, like, Cordero, like, I'm most hyped for him, like, among, like, you know, Khalil and Mitch, like, those guys. Because I think that he's going to be a huge difference maker for us, especially teams and on our offense. Yeah. So, I mean, because, I mean, that dude single-handedly beat the Bears last year. Especially with yeah, Nagy. Yeah. Just with He's everything like, yeah. in his playbook and in exactly. his mind, like, when to do it and when to execute and put it out there. Yep. With a guy like that, he can do it all. Yeah, because he, he knows how to use, it, like, his players. He knows how to use huge. Yeah, dude, he's fucking monsters. huge. I was we were talking about it like when we went to the training camp. It was like, dang, like I did not realize how big Cordero Patterson is. Like, oh, like, he's four or something. Yeah, like that? Animal, dude. he's massive. Yeah. nuts. That's like a perfect Swiss Army knife for Matt Nagy to play with. Like exactly. the only place that I could see him going other than the Bears would be the Chiefs, and they would use him just as good. Like, yeah, it, it's just perfect. It's like yeah. a match made in heaven. Exactly, it's so sick. And then, like, you look at it, like, he's, he still even worked on an offense like the Patriots. You know? Yeah, like, that's he, true. He still even worked He was there. in our backfield. Yeah, he was a running back, man. Yeah. And we were using him, when we went to straight camp, they were using him in the backfield a couple times. Yeah. So, the running so, diamond yeah, sucks. Check, didn't he? he had Cordell back there sometimes, yeah. running back. Yeah, because they, they got so banged up at some point that he yeah. was, like, their RB1. And he was, like, and he was doing good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was balling. Yeah, he was, or not balling, but, you know, he was doing pretty yeah, He was producing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Getting wins. Yeah, and that's another thing. Why say Melvin Gordon? You can get a guy like Cordell Patterson producing just as much. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. You're right. Uh, I don't know. But, I mean, again, like, they, their best running back last like, everybody was hurt. That's a different situation. Yeah. Like, I, like they, they would rather have Sonny Michelle than Cordell Patterson as a running back. Right. They would rather have Melvin Gordon than Austin Eckler as a running back. Like, yeah. anybody Not would for that have. price, though. You just think of it as this way. You get 80% of Melvin's efficiency with your two running backs for 5% of the cost. You're paying those dudes both 300k a year, and you want to pay Melvin 14 million when you can get how many defensive players for that much? Yeah, right. right, right. And that's where they're coming from for that. And that's with Melvin too, because he's always injured too. So it's like, well, shit, I'm gonna pay this dude. He's gonna be sitting on the bench half the year. He hasn't played a full season yet. Yeah, I can't trust him being be in there. Like, I'm not gonna pay this time. dude 15 million if he's gonna be sitting on my bench when I got my 300k running back out there getting just as many yards as he is. Well, not just as many, but, you know. Just as many. Not just as many. Yeah, Austin Eckler was really good at football when he was, Melvin Gordon wasn't playing. Yeah, but he wasn't as good as Melvin Gordon. At the end of the day. visible in the playoffs. At the end of the day, it's who, what athlete would you want on that field at that time? Yeah. And yeah. Melvin yeah. Gordon's a fits, freak athlete. Who fits who you, pay? Yeah, who you yeah. want. Who you yeah. got. It's like, I mean, we could look at it like that, but. It's, I mean, it's tough. It's a tough choice. Yeah. It is. All right, boys. Should we get into a little bit of college football? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go I mean, for it. Coming up, baby. Week zero. Week zero, zero starts, starts today. Right. Only yeah. one game today. It's pretty whack. Yeah. There's a, Who is I it? think there is a second game. It's the Arizona, U of A, and Hawaii. But, I mean, you know, that's a kind of a garbage game. Someone. It was uh, the U and Florida. Yeah. yeah. U and Florida tonight at 6. It's yeah, August 24th today. Yep. Damn. Yep. Michael Irvin gave a pretty He was speech, dude. Honestly, put some money on the U yesterday. Yeah. So... Go you. Yeah, love it. Oh, yeah, love it. For, for the, the love degenerates. What's the line? The U's like plus 240, so I took them and fucking uh, U of A minus 11. Nice. For like okay. degenerate gamblers out there. Okay. Get after it. It's college football season. <laughs> it's NFL time. is coming up. 
It's time. Get your fucking wallets out, boys. Oh, yeah. Go to Big 12 and just bet every fucking over and you win every time. Yeah, yeah that's true, you're, too. You're definitely right. You're but they're right. going to start putting those overs. Oh, in. they're like, going to put the overs 58 and a half. 100 points, yeah, probably. Dude. I wonder yeah. if they have it at 100 sometimes. Oh, actually, yeah, duh. It's 50 a team. Yeah. Holy you're shit. Right. <laughs> you're definitely right. Like, I don't know how, how many we... games I watch. Like, I mean, I watch TCU football every Saturday when I yeah. can, and they always play Big 12. And I mean, I don't know how many games I see going to 30, 40, 50 points every single week. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. awesome to watch. It's college football. <laughs> yeah. Lots of yards. Lots of offensive yep. yards. Who you guys rocking with? The air raid. Like, your team? I mean, I'm not like a huge college football guy. Neither am I. Right. But Horned frogs till the day I die, baby. Yeah. yeah. TCU. Respect it. I mean, we got to go with our Illinois boys. Yeah. Lovey. I mean, they Shout got to some... Wiley. Illinois fans since they won from yeah. I know. Yeah. And they got some transfers this year. Yeah, they, they got could, some big time. They ones. could win. What is it? The Outback Bowl. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about the Peach Alamo Bowl? Let's they go. They could win the Outback Bowl this year because they got some USC transfers and a couple other guys that yeah. came in to come play at University of Illinois. They got who? Get, what they got? What's this? Uh, not Trustman. The guy, Lovey Smith. Yeah, yeah. Smith, that's their coach. Yeah, and yeah. Lance Briggs is supposed to be their uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah. They yeah. Threw, yeah, they threw that out in a podcast I was listening to one time, and uh, Lance said he'd think about it. Man. That was yeah. it. But be nice. cool. for a guy like Lovey, he said he'd do it. I mean, I, I love college football, though. I still want to go to Notre Dame, see a game. I went to yeah. see Lovey last year against Northwestern. That was pretty cool. It was a classic Lovey game, though. It was, like, fucking hard fought in the first half. Yeah. Illinois is only down by, like, eight. Everybody's going nuts. Come out in the second half. Lose like forty-eight to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I only went to one last year. Got to see Daniel Jones before I even know who he was. Fuck yeah, we already talked about that. It was Northwestern versus Duke. Yeah, <laughs> sports. Go. That was pretty cool. Is he good at sports? Uh, he can throw the football pretty well against other Division One athletes. <laughs> did we, did we, <laughs> yeah, have yeah, we talked about that yet? Is Dan, is Daniel Jones actually good? I, I don't mean, know. Dude, he's he playing against. Usually, first team defenses for that first yeah. series he's going in. And I mean, what was he like, sixteen for nineteen or something like that at the Some end of the preseason? Like that, yeah. I mean, no, no turnovers, no, yeah. no, no picks, no two picks. fumbles. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. I didn't know that part, but I mean, even then, work on that. Yeah, absolutely. Then, but man, he's been making some good throws. He's making yeah. some really pretty throws. Yeah, yeah there's some some of these throws. I I watched like a stream of like six throws in a row from one game. Yeah, I was like, wow, like all six of those were like tough throws, but he put them on the money, yeah. like, you know, split some defenders. It, it looked pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah he ain't bad. Yeah. I'm not going to knock him anymore. Nope. Oh, I mean, we still got to give him a little bit of yeah, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. he's Eli, his little brother. Yeah, yeah. he definitely could have got him in like the 12th round. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's what's crazy about it is that they decided it's to go crazy, in the like, first round. Yeah, yeah that's their guy. guy. I don't, I mean, everybody, what the hell? All the NFL gyms are just like, wait, Really? Yeah, like it's just like in the first round of fantasy draft, so it takes like Cooper Cup. You're yeah, just like, you're like, what? Huh. It's Bender. Okay. Yeah, no, no it's, taking, it's taking Drew Brees with the fourth overall pick. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, with a five, maybe? Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Five. Good old Brandon. Fantasy legend. Brandon. <laughs> fantasy. Like, Brent, what was the idea? Going back to college football? Oh, college so football fantasy, college baby. Football fantasy. It would be a mess crazy. probably at first because there's so mess. many fucking players. Dude, so many people. I don't know and how you everybody's team that. would be good because of these different divisions. That's what I'm saying. These really good schools playing yeah. shit schools, but that'd be fun. Yeah. Week one, you just get all the Alabama kids that are shit pumping, you know, yeah. Appalachian State or something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I Do week by week college fantasy. Yeah. 
And they score like track of that. Each player is like got like over a hundred points. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That'd be too much. Man. Yeah, that'd be too, too much. Tuna. Way too much. Way too much tuna. I don't yeah. know how, you how many D one college football cornerbacks you got to choose from? How many running backs you got to choose from? Just like 128 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You could go get somebody like, who's from like a no name school I've never heard of who's probably gonna be balling, putting up 400 yeah. Yeah. as a quarterback like every single day. Four hundred six studies. Yeah. When he's playing against all the scrubs, so no one knows who he is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's even. He's not gonna be on sports or anything like that. Dude, I think there was this dude. He went to UConn. I think his name's David Pindale or something. <laughs> he's a black quarterback, dude. He was so good, and like he's like keeps putting up hype videos. He's not on a team, dude. And I'd love for the Bears to get him as a backup, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm pumped, bro. It's like I, I need to look him up. Yeah, I'm gonna look him up in a get few Chase picks. Daniel out of there. Yeah, dude, I hate Chase Daniel. He's a good guy to have in the locker room, but he yeah, should not be yeah. my backup. If you want him to be like a second coach, then fucking put him on the coaching staff. Yeah, and go get Kaepernick. Yeah, get Trayvon Blakest. Yep, David Pendell. He's nice, bro, and he's fast too. I like Pendale better. I think I like Pendale better too. And that'd yeah. be awesome because then when he came in, fucking Pinhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pinhead. Yeah, dude. Or we fucking just go get Kaepernick. I'm cool with either one. I would yeah, love Kaepernick and the Bears, man. That'd be awesome. Trayvon I'd be that. Sandals pack do it. Dude, that's PCU it. alumni? No way. Yeah. Dude, I'd love to do it. The thing is, I remember when he nice was our quarterback. Oh, be, I would totally get a Colin Kaepernick Bears. Facts, same. 100%. Oh, yeah. I, don't even care. I don't even care how many people have it. I'm oh. absolutely getting that one. All day, dude. I, I definitely dude, consider I hate it. how that shit's still like brewing. Yeah, that shit's whack, man. So dumb. I think we kind of brushed up on it a little bit on the last one, but I mean... I didn't. I, I didn't like the fact that like there are some players like coming back at Jay Z like about it. Like, yeah. I, I kind of understood it, but like also it's like man, like if you want to make change, sometimes you gotta like you gotta like like get in get into the system into like whatever like uh-huh. is controlling change and like preventing change and start from there. Yeah. And you know like and I just I don't understand. Like I mean I I understand it but I don't I don't I don't like resonate with all of the people like or like everything like yeah. saying like oh like I don't get it like Jay Z owns a team now or he's about to own a team now huh huh you know like, yeah very yeah that's all I gotta say about that you know it's like oh dude um, come on like he's trying to help yeah he's trying to help why like, are people even mad about it I don't understand that's what I'm saying like, we don't yeah nobody well, knows they're just like I mean the black community in the NFL right. and outside of the NFL yeah. is seeing it as him siding with. Them. But it's not. And not like, but it's not their side. And but exactly. the media yeah. makes it look but, like that, though. Yeah, way. exactly. The media is always going to put out the worst thing possible. They're yeah. going to twist words and put words in people's mouths, just like you know they do to NFL players all the time. And, yeah, and they but start I mean, controversy. It is a little sketchy though. Like there was players in that meeting that were asking Jay Z questions straight up, and those were cut out. Mm. Those were cut out of the videos on Twitter. I mean, I saw one on, like, it was Facebook or YouTube or something of Who's the real questions. Up? I mean, and whoever put them up like, on, like, NFL oh, or, damn. like, Jay-Z's Twitter. I don't know who was putting them up. But, like, those videos were edited and yeah. did not have all of the questions in huh. them. So, I mean, it always gets a little fishy. And I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And I think at the end of the day, Jay-Z will mean well with what he's doing. Yes. And he already came out and said that he's not going to buy or be a part owner of an, any NFL team. He's not going to do that. He's going to be a partner with them, with his other company, Rock Nation, yeah. but that's a whole different story. Right, yeah. That's like more music shit. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be involved in the NFL, like right. football and everything. And yeah. Obviously with players. He's fucking Jay-Z. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
Whack. Well, I mean, going yeah, back to Super Bowl last year, like Jay Z and Beyonce both got asked to do the halftime show, and they both turned it down. So I yeah, think, you know that was like from you know from like you understand so, like where that he was standing on that side. Yeah, right? and you can see that as a slap in the face to those guys. Like, I, that's I mean, understandable. Yeah, yeah. If, if they if they just hear that you know he's suddenly he's like he's in a, he's like shaking hands with Goodell and you know yeah and, and, and that's at first Goodell. glance like those guys are pissed about that yeah, yeah. but they I mean okay. like again like like you said he mean, like Jay Z means well like this is this is at the end, change, yeah at, like know? after all this shit kind of blows over at the end of the day he'll come out with something huge and it'll be great. And then everybody would be like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I guarantee it. Like, yeah. that's, that's that's my take Jay-Z on it. is. Yeah. Heard it here first. Wait till the halftime show sick as fuck and everybody forgets yeah. that. Oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. Wait till we get... Fu- oh, dude, who'd you guys want? Who's, like, the go-to? Like, yeah. like, I was thinking, like, yeah, but, like, Anderson <laughs> Pack. Anderson yeah, Pack would be Pack fucking would be sick, dude. I would, I mean, and people would like that music, too. I feel yeah. like the, the whole crowd could just be like... Yeah, he's just groovy. Yeah. I mean, Jay-Z and Beyonce would be pretty dope. And you like, Kanye oh, come uh, out? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's that start the movement. That would be Let's sick. Let's start it. Jay-Z, Kanye, Beyonce, please. And Rihanna, fuck it. Dude, oh yeah, and uh, yeah. any other any, Andre three thousand. <laughs> yeah, Andre three thousand. Let's yeah. go. Give fuck me, it, Tupac too. Give me Snoop. Yeah, Tupac. <laughs> James Pelican. Yeah, fuck yes. 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 Shout out to Kelly. Shout out to MK Ultra coming out soon. Yeah, MK Ultra coming out soon. Check it out. Be on the lookout for it. James Pelican on Spotify or on SoundCloud. Yeah, exactly. Keep looking it up. You know, he's dropped a couple of singles now. I think he dropped uh, one last night. USA Today, right? USA Today, which is, I think it's a great track. Yeah, and then what was the last one? Uh, Blue Blue Veins, Red Blood. Yeah. Yep. Go look it up. A couple of great tracks. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, uh, on this mixtape, there's just a lot more. That's There's Some even, quality more, music even, even better out. things to come on it. So, you know, uh, be on the lookout for it. MK Fuck Ultra. Yeah. MK Ultra, James Pelican. Yes. Look uh, it up, baby. Yeah. Folks, I think that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And beautiful viewers. Are <laughs> beautiful, beautiful viewers. Out. Reese. See you. See you. Bye. <laughs> I love you. I love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Alrighty, folks, today we have an absolute heater. George stops in. He has a nice discussion with us about NL Central, all the baseball stuff, some football stuff, heading into week one, Bears-Packers. This is the first and only time a Cubs-Packers fan is going to be on the podcast, so he was here defending their honor, and uh, I think you guys will be pretty pleased with the way it ended up. So, uh, yeah, tune in for that, and uh, yeah, let's fucking roll, baby. Hey, we're we're it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, George, so I'm going to start off with baseball. You know, uh, first place, NL Central, go Cardinals. Finally <laughs> got this lead that we've been trying so hard to get. I mean, for the Cubs right now, losing two of three, I don't know what the score is right now. Do you have a score check for the Nationals game? Uh, it was one-to-one one in the fifth inning. I don't know what it is now. Yeah, so, I mean, I know Strasburg. It was Strasburg versus Hamels, right? Yeah, they're both dealed, and they both give up solo home runs as of right now. Uh I know uh, Madison Russell just hit a home run in the bottom of the fifth to tie it. Oh, and nice. Then I then I started doing my work, and that's when you called, so I don't know what's going on now. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's nuts, though, because everybody wanted Addison Russell's head, like, two weeks ago, you know, and then he's making big hits, and I mean, I don't know, I wouldn't say this is a can't-lose for the Cubs, but I'd say it's kind of a must-win, you know, especially being a home game that, like, you know, the Cubs usually take, you know? Yeah. Well, you have to look at it from different points of view. See, a lot of times, you know, during a whole season, six months of playing baseball, we as fans get caught up in the almost the everyday of the game, oh, we got to win this game, we got to win that game. But when you look at the big picture over 162 games, the idea is just win a certain amount. Of, say to yourself, okay, if we can win 88 to 90 games, we're, we're pretty much in a contending spot. Now, this is the way I look at it as a Cubs fan. Let's say the Cubs lose today and they get swept by the Nationals. And the Nationals are a red-hot team right now. Yep, yep, they, yep. They, they, they've, they've gone something like 20 over 500 ever since, you know, like the middle of May, ever since they were like about eight or ten games under at one point. Yeah. And you look at them right now and you say, okay, say the Cubs get swept. It's not it's not something that's ideal, but the Cubs have been playing so great at home. Right. That you know it's going to happen. They're going to have a hiccup, just like the reverse is going to happen on the road. As bad as they've been on the road, the Cubs are going to, you know, they're going to rattle off five out of six six or seven in a row on the road. By the end of the year, it's going to happen. Because during the course of a whole year, that does happen. Right. I mean, the Cubs, if they get swept, here's the way I look at it as a fan. At this point, they're only a game and a half out, right? Say two games back in the loss column of the Cardinals. Right. Still, still within reach. That's nothing. They have seven games left with each other. But look what happened today. The Brewers are losing big. Five, six, nothing. The Phillies already lost. The Mets already lost. The Cubs, as we stand right now, going into today, are two games clear in the wild card of all three of those teams. Wow. So the worst that can happen, me as a fan, the worst that can happen after today is the Cubs are still two games ahead in the wild card. Yeah, that's true. So to say that it's the end of the world and this is a must win and, oh, my God, they have to win this game, of course you want them to win every game. Don't get me wrong. But... This is not a make-or-break game. I mean, it's it, it, they're having a hiccup for the weekend. They just came off a great sweep over San Francisco. And I don't know. They just, you know, it happens. It's human beings playing, you guys. I mean, Definitely, yep. Games. And they're just, they just had three bad games, and they're facing a very, very hot team right now. And if they if they get swept, it's, it's you know, it's unfortunate for us as Cubs fans. But... It's definitely not the end of the world. I mean, uh, the, the Cubs definitely have a lot more to offer moving forward. And, I mean, they got a big series coming up against the Mets coming up in these next three games. I mean, that'll tell the tale big time, too. So, yep. You know? I'll tell you what, George. You were made for this, man. That was, like, the perfect answer. You dove into oh, such yeah. depth right oh. there. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that was great. You know, this is my forte. You know, this is what I <laughs> No, yeah, you know? speaking of which, let's plug Liberty real quick. Everybody go to Liberty Family Restaurant on Shooting Park Road in Peru. Delicious food. The manager that we're talking to right now, George. Great man. Hottest takes in the world. And the brightest smile you'll ever see on this side of the Mississippi <laughs> River, I'll tell you what. So, George, I wanted to ask you another thing about I'll, the Cubs. I'll give that money later behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me the bill. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask if you think that the Cubs should re-sign Cassianos this offseason. Uh, 
my opinion is that uh, my opinion is that I think they should resign him, and the reason I say that is because the Cubs, as far as we know, have this surplus of outfielders left and right. But as far as I know, none of them can play worth a shit. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got Amora, we got Hap, we got Schwarber, we got, you know, Hayward, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, you know what? They're everywhere, but none of them can play. Yeah. I mean, Castellanos, the good thing about him is he's a gamer. That guy, you can see, I mean, he came from a Detroit organization that just has been wallowing in crap the last few years. True. Uh, and uh, basically... Look where he is now. The Cubs, the Cubs. Let's say their their what, what do you want to call it? Their nation or their uh, their their franchise? Yeah. Is in an upswing right now. Everything that they're doing, the the Cubs are a very marketable. I mean, they're well known all over the world. It's the Cubs, and 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 that happened in the last five, six, seven years of them getting good. Well, that's not going to go away anytime soon. I mean, you got Castellanos. I mean, he loves to be there. Definitely. You can, you can see how happy he is there. He's got his shirt off. I mean, he's got two buttons unbuttoned. You can see <laughs> I'm looking at this guy. Well, look at this guy. Like, I think he's getting ready to do a goddamn porno or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. You ever watch him? He's got, the, he's, got, he's got no undershirt on. He's got, the, he's got a couple of buttons unbuttoned, you know, and he's got the little chain. He's got drip, you know? man. He's, he's repping out there. He's got the yeah. big chain, all those yeah, wristbands so, and all that. Now he's in I the big think, market. And he's a he's really a solid player. Yeah, man, for sure. Anything flashy, but one thing about baseball, I've said this time and again to whoever will listen: baseball is the one sport that you don't win with "quote unquote" a superstar per se. Yes, you need superstars here and there, but to say. We have to go get a superstar to win. No, baseball is the one sport which is truly a team game. In other words, they feed off each other. Definitely. Like, like, like just, just look at this past offseason. I'll give you two perfect examples. The two biggest free agents that everybody was coveting were who? Harper and Machado. In fact, the White Sox were almost going to... The White Sox... Oh, don't remind me, George. It hurts. Who just said that? Gary. Gary Gary. and Stephen are White Sox fans. I have been White Sox fans. Did you get them or happy? I mean, now, to talk about it, I'm happy we didn't get Machado, and I knew Harper would never happen on the south side of Chicago, to be honest with you. I was worried that Harper would go to the north side. Yeah. You know what? I'm telling you something right now. The greatest thing... That you mark my words, the greatest thing that happened to the White Sox, and you watch them in the next two, three years, is them not signing Machado. If I completely agree. Guy, if they would have signed him, he would have dragged them down. They would have had no money to sign anywhere else and to build their team. Now, look at this nice young team the White Sox have. I mean, to me, they're up and coming. Oh, and yeah. Because they didn't sign Machado. Now, Machado went to the Padres. And there they are, 10 games under 500 right now. Yep. <laughs> he's gone for them, and he's having a great year. Yeah. He's got 28 home runs. He's, I mean, he's doing his thing. Yeah, and that was expected, too. creating wins. Yep. Same with Bryce Harper. He went from the Nationals, who are surging right now without him, and he went to the Phillies, and the Phillies are barely over 500. They're just a few games over. Yeah, I yep. Mean, the point I'm trying to say is, 
players, a lot of times these players can drag a team down, with, you know, with all their stuff. In baseball, you win with players, and what Castellanos does is he's the kind of player that you need on your team. You need players like that, gritty-type players. They're not going to have the flashy numbers, but they're going to get the big hits when you need it. Absolutely. And that's what that, so I would say yes, I would definitely want to resign him. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, he's been shredding lately. It seems like every single time I look at a box score for the Cubs game, he's going two for four, three for five, something like that. He he is hitting the ball really well right now. And Speaking of that, just to not to change, not to go off course, but uh, what do you think about Ozuna? You think the Cardinals should resign him? I sure hope so, but Gary seems to think that he's going to the Sox, and <laughs> it's really got me worried. He's coming to the South Side in the off season. No, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, Austin. Speaking as a Cardinals fan, yeah, would you? Do you think, if you say you're the Cardinals GM and you could resign him, would you do it? Would you want to do it? I mean, he's banged up all the time, too, and it's just like you said. It's a team sport. We, we're so deep. We have so much young talent right now. Like, Tommy Edmond, he's just scrapping his way into the lineup every single day. Like, I think Tommy Edmond should be an everyday player. He should be our two-hole really, hitter really in the lineup. Like yeah, I really like that guy a lot. I really like him, and I really don't understand... Why they keep messing with Harrison Bader? Yeah, that me guy either. Play every single that guy's a spark plug, you know. Oh, absolutely. Play every single day and quit messing around with them and keep Carpenter on the bench. I agree. Matty Carp stinks. I shouldn't be saying this because I should be giving advice to make the Cardinals bad, but it's okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a equal opportunity uh, advisor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I me and all my friends that are Cardinals fans, we've wanted Matty Carp's head on a stake for a while now, like. He's taken playing time away from guys like Tommy Edmond and Jairo Munoz that deserve to play, and they, like you said, coming up with big hits and big spots. Like, it's really frustrating as a Cardinals fan, but honestly, for what we have with our young talent right now, I don't think we should re-sign Marcel. It's just a big chunk of change out of our pocket. We already re-signed Matty Carp. We gave him big money. Signed Paul Goldschmidt to a five-year extension. Gave him big money. And to be quite frank, our pitching stank, our pitching staff stinks on the back ha- back half. They're all old. Wainwright's 35, Waka's 32, they both stink. I mean, we need to get some new guys in here. And honestly, baseball is a youth movement now. So I'm with just pulling up every single young stuff we have and taking a crack at it next year. But at the same time, this year right now, I mean, I know I'm biased, George, but the way we've been playing lately, I feel like we can really make a run at this thing, man. Well, I I, I think you can too because just remember in baseball, the beauty about baseball, unlike most the three other major sports is you can never ever build a team to win a World Series. There's no such thing. I mean, you can build a, a football team to win a Super Bowl. You can build, obviously, basketball teams to win the NBA title. Baseball is such a random sport. There's a lot of, you know, random plays, bounces, the way the ball is hit. You know, yeah. I mean, somebody could hit a flare and barely hit it off in the bat. And it's, a, it's a basis clearing two-run double down the line. Another guy hits a ball on the screws like a bullet right at the third baseman for a double play. Yep. So in baseball, all you can do is build a team to contend and to get to the playoffs every year. You can never build a team to win the World Series, but the Cardinals, if they get there, I agree with you. That is a dangerous team. I like the makeup of that team. Yeah. I really do. do. And then, I mean, uh, so I hear what you're saying, and I kind of agree with you about Ozuna. I wouldn't resign him either. I would stay, you know, the way they are. Yeah, I I Who just. Knows, Gary? Yeah, Gary. <laughs> maybe they'll come to the maybe they'll come to the south side. We need a big DH. The DH spot has been a big hurt on us this year. It's maybe been brutal. Eloy. You gotta get Eloy out of the 
That's great too, because yeah. he's kind of atrocious out there some days. So. That would be perfect. <laughs> Slow. Yeah. I don't think I think he's kind of awkward out there. He is. Uh, although Abreu, I don't know. I want to say Abreu DH, but he's a good first baseman. You know? I I love Jose Abreu yeah, out at first yeah, base. So I I think I think Eloy could be to me. I think he'd be your DH moving forward. Yep. And then I mean, but what, what do I know? I'm just a I'm just a, a common man over here. You know? Yep. <laughs> exactly. What do we all know, George? George, you got to remember, this is a, co- bo- a podcast by the common man for the common man. So yep. you, we're just rolling That's with right. the punches. You know That's how it right. goes. All right, George. So wrapping up baseball, I want to ask you, what's your World Series prediction right now and who's going to win it all? Well, if I had to predict right now, I mean, I'm going to – obviously, it's easy to say, but it, to me, it's a no-brainer. It's got to be the Dodgers in the National League. I, I can't see anybody beating them in a seven-game series. Okay. And then in the, in the American League, which is wide open, but I have to go with the pitching. Those Astros. <sighs> yep. So that's pitching staff. Who's going to beat Verlander and Cole? And think about it. And then they go out and get Grinky. Yeah. Yep. Think about it. And then they and then they also have, uh, they got uh, Miley backing up. I mean, he's yeah. one of the leaders for ERA, too. I mean, this team is... And then you look at their position players. They're sick. They're yep, they're absolutely Corey disgusting. Springer, those guys, those guys are sick. And now Tuvi, that little guy's five foot six. He's <laughs> <laughs> like he's nine feet tall. He's a stud. Yeah, he is a stud. So and that bullpen's good too. Yeah, my prediction is the Astros and Dodgers, and I'm going to go with the Astros to win it all. And yep. Simply only because of their great pitching. Yeah, I don't disagree <laughs> with you at all. I mean, like you said, the. Rotation's easily the best in baseball with Grinky, Verlander, Cole, Wade, Miley, and then in the bullpen they got Presley, McHugh, Ozuna. Like their bullpen's just disgusting too. Like and most likely the AL Rookie of the Year in Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, so Jordan Alvarez. He's killing it. He's killing it. You forget about him because there's so many impact players on that. Yeah. That you forget about that that guy's even there. Yeah, he's almost in the back seat to all the big superstars in Houston. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, that's my prediction on that. Love it. No, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think that's a good take. All right, George, let's hop into it. September 5th, it's coming. It's coming so fast, and I'm so excited for it. I know these two guys are. We're all Packers. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay. No. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. That's a bleep right there. <laughs> We're all Bears fans, and we when we made this podcast, we all agreed no Cub fans, no Packer fans on the podcast. But, George, you're the exception, man. And I'll tell you what, there's not a single person I'd rather have on to talk Packers well, football you know with you. I keep, it, I keep it real. I'm not your yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And love that. Yeah, love. that's what we love about you, George. No biased reporting around here. Non-biased podcast. Well, there's love going around. What's going on? All right, but to start off, I how do you feel about Matt LaFleur? Do you think that he can like kind of steer this ship and be friends with Aaron Rodgers and get along with him and kind of take the reins? Well, I, two things on that question. Yes, I think he can steer the ship very well but he will not be friends with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, has, um, over the last couple years, has developed into a severe prima donna. Mm, yep. I do love Aaron Rodgers, obviously, I love, and, and the Packers go nowhere. Let, 
let me let me just express this. The Packers go nowhere without Aaron Rodgers. That is a given. We know that. Yeah. But having said that, Aaron Rodgers is a prima donna and he's an arrogant. And I think he's the one who he's the one who forced McCarthy out yep. by playing as crappy as he did last year. And you know, when they're playing the Arizona Cardinals at Lambeau Field, like around the twelfth game of the season, and the Packers have ten points with, at the two minute warning against a team that what was three thirteen last year or yep. twelve, and they lost that game. That was the game McCarthy got fired. Was after that game. Oh yeah, that's all right. I can, all I can think is Rogers had a lot to do with that game. He was missing throws. He was just very uninterested. So to answer your question. I like Lafleur. He's a young gun. He's he's got young. He's got a young man's uh, as far as uh, a young man's imagination. Let's say, and it is a young man's game anymore. You know, I mean, yeah. it used to be where coaches had to be sixty years old and fifty, and they were like a father figure. <laughs> yep. It's not like that. You look around the league; all these young coaches that are thriving, because now the players are all so young. There's a lot of younger players. Nobody's really staying in football. I mean. A lot of 30-year-olds are retiring, 32. The game is too hard for them. They make too much money. They're done. So yeah. these players, you know, they it's almost like it's a young man's fraternity. So LaFleur will get there. I like him as a coach. I like a fresh change of pace from McCarthy. McCarthy was a winner, and he still is a winner, and he's had a great legacy. But he was starting to get old and stale, you know? Yeah. And LaFleur is going to give him a new... Uh, a new voice, a, a new type of perspective, but Aaron Rodgers will not. I got. I I fear as a, on the outside looking in that he's just not gonna. He's not gonna really respect them because he's gonna do what he wants to do. You know. So of course. how that translates down the road, I don't know. But I think eventually, the way that's gonna happen with Green Bay is a before Lafleur has a chance to get really good as a coach either a it's not going to work out and they're going to get rid of him or they're going to get rid of aaron Rodgers first oh wow george i would love that yeah really (laughs) i'm a packers fan my whole life right right yeah we say oh my god how can you get rid of aaron Rodgers?" and blah 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 right well let me ask you a question i'm just going to ask you a simple question you three we have aaron Rodgers as our as our quarterback right Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm What the, what, what the hell have the Packers done the last three years? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. With the great Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. Yeah. No, yeah, you're and right. That's my point. It's like at some point you have to say, okay, what are we doing here? If you've got a chance to draft a quarterback in the draft or, God forbid, even make a move to trade, why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, to me, Aaron Rodgers has already reached his peak. Definitely. He's, he's on his mm-hmm. way down now. Yeah. He's not going to get better. He's not getting better. He's, he, you know, he's already, he's already over that hill of where he got. Now he's on the downside. Yeah. And I feel like the way the Packers were ingenious about twelve years ago, or you know, what was it, oh four or five, when they, oh four, when they, when they, when they drafted, when Brett Favre still had three, four good years left in him. Mm-hmm. What they did, they went out and got Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And that propelled Green Bay to stay competitive. To me, that's what Green Bay has to do again. That's what that's what Tom. That's what the Patriots should do with Tom Brady. Definitely. But everybody's so afraid. Oh my God, we're gonna draft a quarterback, and you know the guy's gonna get mad. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who cares if Brett Favre 
got mad. Who gives a shit, you know? It should make yeah. him play f- yeah. better having happen, a guy behind him. happens every year. Yeah. These young guys come so, in and... So, so LaFleur, I like LaFleur. I like what I see of him so far. I like the energy of the team. Uh, but, you know, with, with Aaron Rodgers' track record, I don't know. I don't really think that he's really going to... Are they going to be friends and buddy-buddy? Probably not. So I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of a prima donna. But we'll see, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not too crazy about this season for Green Bay. I've got them going 8-8. Eight and eight. Hmm. I've seen the playoffs. I've got uh, the Bears going 11-5. and five. Okay. Love it. Love it. I like that. I've got the Vikings going 10-6 and six and being a wild-card team. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't and, disagree. Okay. Yeah, so that that's where I see it right now. I think the Bears will be solid. They're not going to be, you know, this overwhelming, you know... Powerhouse team. But they're going to be solid. They're going to win their 10 to 11 games. Maybe 12. I see 11. Yeah, I, I was and thinking 10. 10. Yeah, like I said, 10 or 11. But their defense is really going to win a lot of games for them this year. For sure. I mean, I don't know how Trubisky's developing yet. I don't, you know, it's hard to know when they don't even let the guy throw one single pass in the preseason. Yeah. You know, but I mean, that's the way football is now. Every team's doing it, it seems like, and... Um, he's going to have to just develop on the fly, but I think that defense is going to keep them in enough games to where he's not really going to have to worry about putting up a lot of points and and and, and pressing, you know, to to make plays. Yeah. If it's a third and eight and they're on their own thirty yard line and it's you know and it's a you know tie game at ten in the middle of the third quarter, you know he's just going to throw the ball away because he knows they'll just punt the ball. Our, our defense will give us the ball right back. Yeah. I feel like Rodgers in the past with the uh, Packers defense being so leaky, he felt like he always had to make plays, you know, no matter yeah. what. I mean, and sometimes that's bad, and a lot of times we don't give credit enough to these quarterbacks because it's easy to, it's easy to, uh, it's easy to criticize a quarterback who maybe makes a bad play, and we say, look at that guy, he's no good, he's this. But we forget that these quarterbacks or these people that play, they also have to worry about their team, too. And so, like, if a quarterback has a team that he knows they have a bad defense, that puts enormous pressure on that quarterback to basically every possession try to make something happen. Yep. Whereas you get these other quarterbacks that are maybe a marginal quarterback or average at best, but their numbers are so phenomenal, and they, they're like almost like these great quarterbacks, and it's because they're on a team that has a great defense. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have to worry about – Troy Aikman was a perfect example. That guy is a really good quarterback, but he's a Hall of Famer for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he played on a team that was great. He never, and then you've got you – know, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, you got guys like Dan Marino, Dan Fowles that felt like they had to just – they had to perform. They had to, every single possession they had to score because they knew their defense was going to give it right back up. You know? Yeah, definitely. No, you, I'm glad you brought up the defense because that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, over the offseason, they made a lot of moves. They got Sedarius Smith, Rashawn Gary, and, like, they drafted Jair Alexander last year. They got they drafted Darnell Savage. I mean, Amos, Amos you guys acquired Amos Stoles. from us. I mean, how do you think that defense is going to come together this year? I mean, I assume that that defense is going to take a huge step this year. I like what I see. Uh, there might be a little trouble on Gary. I, from what I heard, he got injured the other day. Oh, really? season game, and he had missed the whole second half. And, but, you know, a lot of times they don't tell you what's really going on because it's not a big deal. But um, I, I noticed they released Mike Daniels. I mean, he was a big part of their defense from a couple of years ago. But, oh, yeah. Uh, again, Clay Matthews, I mean, I was kind of, I loved the guy, but I was glad to see him go. I mean, yeah. Just yep. kind of, 
Blake Martinez, who's that stud in the middle, he's just he's like your uh, Luke Keekley almost. He's good. He's your, exactly. He, Blake he's Martinez a is a problem. Thank you, Austin. You're awesome. That's a, <laughs> he's a poor man's. He's a poor man's Luke Keekley. Yeah, no, he's, he's a stud, man. Uh huh. And I do think that that defense definitely will take a step forward this year. And I do like the fact that uh, Mike Pettin, who's their defensive coordinator, he's going to be on the field this year. He's going to be down on the sideline. Oh, okay. And nice. I like that. I never liked, I don't know why, but I hate it. I hate when coordinators are up in the press box. I can't stand that shit. It doesn't make I much like, sense. Yeah. No, I like when they're down there in the weeds with their players. They can look in their players' eyes. They can smell them. They can, you know, they can, <laughs> they can see their sweat. They can... You can talk to you. Can, I mean, there's a big difference between face to face talking to your players on the sidelines than communicating from a headphone up in the press box. No doubt, right. I agree 100. percent They should be down there. Yeah, I mean, I just like when your leader is down there with you. Your leader has to be down there by your side. Yeah. So, I mean, I do, I do think the Packers will improve. But let's face it, you guys. Any improvement is something. That that team was wretched last year on defense. Yeah. They create no turnovers. Their their third down defense was was atrocious last year. I mean, they gave up a lot of big plays. One of the top teams in giving up big plays all year, as far as like 15, 20 yard plays. Right. I mean, so to say that they're going to improve, I mean, they will improve. But my my fear is how much. I mean, they have a long way to go. They, I mean, I look at their defense compared to the Bears, and it's like night day you know yeah I mean? and, and just think you guys imagine imagine if khalil mack would have went to green bay oh, oh P- don't, you, George. don't, don't even say that, that up was, oh was, no the, you guys know it was between the packers and bears yeah right? yep and the, and the and the raiders think about the irony of this the, the paradox the raiders chose the bears because you know they were going to get draft picks draft picks for him right yep they chose the Bears because they just assumed that the Bears would have a worse record than the Packers and that they would have higher draft picks. And look how it winds up now. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, if, if Khalil Mack would have went to Green Bay last year, he would have done for Green Bay's defense what he did for the Bears. Like, just kind of one man. Just It's unbelievable what one guy has done for that defense. You know? Yeah. He's a beast. I love that guy. He's a beast, you know? He's the best, man. Like, I've never been so happy to root for somebody. Like, when I, I remember it was like a week before the season we got yep. him, didn't yeah, we? Like, yeah. literally a week before the first game, and it was like... Five days later. Yeah, you're joking. Like, Khalil Mack. Like, so easy to root that, for him. I heard, yeah, I heard that. It was, uh, I was, I think, at the YMCA, and I heard it. Somebody talked about it. And I remember shaking my head going, they got Khalil Mack. you got to be shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I knew he was going to be good, you know? But, hey, I mean... Let's just, the only thing we got to hope for is no injuries. I mean, the Bears were very, very healthy last year. Very fortunate, and, yeah. So, yeah, so let's hope everybody stays together and no injuries. I mean, Akeem Nix is a beast in the middle, too. You know, he's a big Love that uh, guy. Uh, Akeem Hicks, yeah, but, you know, I don't know if they'll re-sign him because, you know, I don't know. And I, people just feel like defensive linemen are a dime a dozen, you know? Yeah, no, I mean... I- Having those big boys up front helps us so much because we do have such good corners. Like, I don't know, Kyle Fuller and Prince Mukamura, like, they just, they can hold coverage for, like, four seconds at a time, which gives our front seven that four seconds to get to the quarterback. And that's why the Bears' defense is so good. Plus, Eddie Jackson is a ball hawk. Like, and I wanted to ask you this. Do you think Ha Ha's going to help us out this year, or do you think I should be expecting not a whole lot from that guy? Well, 
I think what HaHa is going to give you is is he's going to give you a solid veteran presence. He's will he make any impact plays? Probably not, but he will not make any big mistakes either. He's a solid Perfect. player. He's gonna he's gonna. I mean, he's if you put if they put I don't know if he's starting or not, or if they're gonna put him in for the nickel or the thumb. But if 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 he's in there, he's solid. He's a guy that he's been there. He's seen all these formations. He's seen all the different coverages. So, or, or the uh, the way the receivers. So, in his mind, he gives these uh, young kids a, a, a nice point of view. Now, physically wise, he's a little older. He's been playing seven, eight years. So, I mean, he's not or whatever. So, he's not going to give you. He's not going to be like a, an Eddie Jackson. He's not going to be a. He's not going to be anything like that. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I do like his presence. Because he's going to calm everybody down. You know what I mean? So for sure. I, for that reason, it's good to have him there. Yeah, Beautiful. no, I'm excited That's for what him. That's we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make the defense and feel like at him. home. He's a good, I like him, too. He's a good guy. You know, he's a, he's a really good guy. Well, you know, his name's Ha-Ha. <laughs> they always talk about what a great guy he was and he's good in the community. So it's good to have players like that on your team. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I was looking for. Plus honestly, that chemistry is in there with Eddie. I mean, they've already been teammates and played. Yeah, him and Eddie well, went to Alabama together. They were boys, yeah, so they, like they, they got that Alabama connection. Yeah, yep. pretty cool. I, I, that, I'm pretty excited to watch how our secondary plays this year. Like, obviously, it's easy to get excited about the front seven, but our secondary is so nasty. I'm so excited for it. All right, George, I got two more questions for you, and we can wrap this thing up. So first, I want your week one prediction. You already gave us your predictions for the NFC North team's overall records. I want your week one prediction, Bears-Packers, and your Super Bowl prediction for this year. Okay, my week one prediction is uh, the Bears will win the game. It's going to be a tussle. Uh, it's not going to be like any – although, I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers alone is going to keep the game close. To yeah, yeah. I just feel like the Bears' offense isn't this juggernaut offense, so they're going to right. run along and get there, but they're not going to like you know fire up the scoreboard. The Bears are going to win. I, in my opinion, it's going to be a kind of a convincing win. The score is going to be Bears twenty-four, Packers thirteen. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that I a lot. I think it's going to be kind of relatively low scoring. I just think that you know with those quarterbacks not playing at all in the preseason they're going to be rusty and yeah i mean i hope i'm wrong but i just i think the packers will score you know about three times a couple field goals and a touchdown and the bears would will, will score you know one more one extra time but it would be three touchdowns and a field goal but it's going to be about i think the game's going to be relatively an easy one for the bears only because like it'll be like you know 10-3 at halftime, and then it'll be like maybe, you know, 17-6 at the end of the third quarter. It'll right. That type of game where I feel like the Bears will always be in control, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right, well, after that, what do you got for the Super Bowl this year? Wow, you're really putting me on the spot earlier in the year. Did you see where Andrew Luck retired from? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, Isn't that nuts? Didn't touch on that. Holy cow. I was cow. reading Sports Illustrated. They had the Colts going to the championship game. Me too. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like so much for that, you know? Um, <laughs> that breaks my heart, man, because I really liked Andrew Luck, you know? And it sucks that, like, injuries just really, like, I don't know, took the love of the game away from yeah. him, you know? Mm-hmm. It just stinks. And Indiana's yeah. fans. That was terrible. Yeah, that was, I, I, I do not agree with that. That's trash. I don't understand why he did that right now. Right. No. It's weird, man. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of the fact. I could see him coming trying. back in a few years. Yeah, I think he'll come back, too. I know you guys are going to think this is way out in left field, and it probably is, but... 
Love it. I really, I really have liked this team the last. For the NFC, it's going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be the New Orleans Saints. Okay. I really think they have unfinished business from last year. Oh, yeah. And it could be the Bears and Saints in the championship game. I don't know yet. I haven't gone that far. I think the Rams will be in the mix, too. But I, for some reason, I feel like the Saints are going to finish the deal this year because of the way they got jobbed last year. For sure. So it's going to be the Saints in the NFC. And I know you guys. I, it's weird. <laughs> I, I, I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, and you know, but I've really liked this team the last couple of years. I like the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Oh, all right. Even with Melvin Gordon? Rivers, I know he's an old... I just think there's something about that team and that coach and the way he looks on the sidelines and his aura and just... I, I, know, I know Gordon's holding out right now and he wants more money, blah, 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 but, you know, no offense, but... Those positions, those running back positions, I'm sorry, but just like Ezekiel Elliott, those guys can hold out. It doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. To me, to me, it's all about the quarterback. It's all about the quarterback. And and, and if Melvin Gordon's not there, they'll find somebody else. Just like Kareem Hunt was gone, the, the Chiefs still rocked and rolled. I mean, I just think that, you know, look at the Steelers last year. You know? I yeah, yeah. Maybe Bell didn't play the whole damn year. They still won the division. Or did they... They, they, it was week 17. They had to win to make the playoffs, yeah. and A.B. didn't play. A.B. didn't even show up to the stadium. Juju dropped it, didn't he? Yeah. Dropped, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Wow. That was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> was and, yeah, well, it didn't take long for them to get rid of those two, uh, Le'Veon Bell and uh, those two malcontents. Yeah, right. Brown and Bell were both gone. Yeah, no, and then it just kind of proves the point in Pittsburgh. Like, it really wasn't all Ben's fault. Those two were just kind of assholes and wanted to get their money and wanted their way. I mean, but it's understandable from both sides, of course. And uh, what'd you say, uh, Chargers, Saints? Who, who do you got winning the Super Bowl? I think the L.A. Chargers and the Saints, and I've got the Saints winning the Super Bowl. It's going to be a very entertaining game. It's going to be Saints 31, Chargers Okay, Ooh, nice. Like like Imagine it. Drew Brees battling it out with his old team Phillip that Rivers. never really gave him a chance. I know, and Philip Rivers. I mean, and, and who knows? I mean, I might be. I'm obviously. I'm just kind of. I'm just. I I like the Chiefs. I really do. But I just think that they rely too much on offense. For sure. Way too much on offense. The the the. The Patriots, at some point, it's got to end, doesn't it? I think, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, it's going to be. They got no Gronk this year. They got. You almost feel like at any moment Brady could just take a hit and boom, just be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we say that every year, and every year there they are winning a Super Bowl. You know, so I mean, it's uh, a damn I mean, shame. And I don't. In the AFC, I mean, you've got these. I mean, obviously, the everybody's really high on Cleveland. What do you boys think about them? I like Cleveland a lot, personally. I'm a big OBJ guy. I, mean, I like Cleveland. They're not going to be any kind of powerhouse this year, though, by any means. I don't think they will be, personally. Yeah. I don't know. I can see them going 9-7, and seven, cracking the exactly. wild card. That's what I was just going to say. tough, George. Right. Such a tough division. Right, so let me ask you boys a question just kind of to pick your brain a little bit because I've been wondering about this myself. This whole uh, consensus on Cleveland where everybody's like, oh, Cleveland's back and they're great or this and that. They're going to be good. They're going to be electric. What, in your opinion, you three, do you think is making them get back on the map? Is it A, that they got OBJ? Is it B, that they got Baker 
Mayfield as our quarterback, and, and or see Jarvis Landry. In other words, is it the two receivers they got, the, the, the LSU connection, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., or is it the quarterback, Baker Mayfield? What do you think is the reason why everybody's all of a sudden like, oh my God, Cleveland's going to be good? Honestly, it's I think most of it is because of Baker, just because he's like the most confident quarterback they've had in years, man. Like mm-hmm, you yeah. got to remember like Deshaun Kaiser, Brandon Weed and like all these bummy quarterbacks yeah. that have been through the Browns. Like, and they always knew that that wasn't going to be their guy. And now they got this dude coming out of Oklahoma, one of Heisman. And he says he's woke up feeling dangerous. You know, this guy's cool. He's cool to root for. And I think just getting OBJ added fire yeah. to that. Like just added gas to the fire, I guess. It's a so mix to speak. of all of it in, a, in a sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Cleveland fans are a little crazy. Like, I, and the fact that they're in the top ten on all these power rankings is kind of making me a little mad. But I mean, I can they see what they're game yet. Yeah, we don't know how they're gonna it's be. All yeah. We don't know. Not, yeah. We don't know what's actually gonna happen. But yeah, it's almost like they're just projections right now. You yeah, know exactly. Right. It's it's all the rankings because you don't know yet. They're just they're just projecting. Well, based on their talent and based on this. Yeah, that's, this it's all the pencil NBA pushers. <laughs> So it, until they play the games and they see the chemistry, you don't even know yet, you know? I mean, yeah. But I do like Baker Mayfield. I kind of agree that it's him. O- OBJ's a great uh, a great electric player, but he was with the Giants and kind of became, I don't know, I mean, stale there for a while. He, he can kind of become somebody that could bog a team down too. Yep. Yeah, know, definitely. With his, with his ways. But, um, you know, listen, no matter what anybody tells you, boys, the NFL is a, is a quarterback's league. Always it's will be, too. It always will be. That's the way it is. As long as the quarter, you got a stud quarterback, you're going to contend every year. That's the way I look at it. So. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you 1,000%. Yep. Well, George, this was awesome, man. I can't thank you enough. We had a good time. I mean, this is our first interview, and I feel like it went really well. I mean, I, I honestly couldn't have asked a better person to interview for the first time. Yeah, this is electric. perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, thanks, perfect. Guys, I appreciate it. You know, I had so much fun. Just, look, anytime you want down the line, you give me a call and I'm there for you, okay? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Thanks, well, George. We appreciate it. Great luck, guys. Nice talking to Gary and Stephan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, George. And good luck with uh, our boys down the line between the Cardinals and Cubs. We'll see what happens. All right, let's go, hey, baby. <laughs> I, I'm usually right a lot of times, but I hope I'm wrong on that prediction. On uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you stay hot, George, because I, I really hope to see the Cardinals make a run here. I hear you. All right, guys. <laughs> Take, Take care, care George. Take you. care, George. What an electric human being, that man. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was good. Well, folks, absolutely electric interview from George. Cannot thank him enough for taking time out of his day to come talk to five dummies about sports. Uh, that'll be the only time a Cubs slash Packers fan is on the podcast. So take it for what you will. Uh, he was defending their honor. And to be quite frank, he's not very biased, which is what we like the most about George. Tells it how it is. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We have David Prince coming in from Six Point Radio in Chicago. Uh, Big Bears guy. Going to be talking Bears, Packers week one. Going to be talking the Bears season. So uh, tune in for that. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Nice girls at the club.